Hi, this is Cindy. This is October. In a lot of people's estimation, this is pumpkin month. I just want to say for the record that my pumpkin season doesn't really even start until November and it goes through the end of December because I always associate pumpkin flavors with Thanksgiving and with Christmas because that's when we had our pumpkin stuff. But a lot of people really start looking for their pumpkin fix in October. This being the end of October, I'm going to play some previous podcasts because I have so many pumpkin recipes because I really do love it. And there's no sense in trying to invent something new when I have so many that are so good for you to try right now. Some of these are extraordinary dishes. So for the next two to six weeks, you're going to hear a lot of pumpkin recipes. I hope you will tune in and listen. I hope you will try them. I hope you will let me know how you like them. And if there's anything else you need in the meanwhile to go with your pumpkin flavors, please visit thecookalongpodcast.com. And now, here's this week's pumpkin podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi there, I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. We're making dinner tonight, and I've been looking forward to doing this recipe with you for some time, but I needed to have people at home to eat it when I'd finished it, so I had to wait until everybody said they were going to be around and willing to eat what I have to make. This is a recipe from Pinch of Yum. They have created something called Five Ingredient Pumpkin Alfredo. It's pumpkin season here, and I am always attracted to anything with the word pumpkin in it. So I got to looking at it, and I thought, well, this sounds really easy, really fast, and really yummy, because it looks pretty rich. These are all good things in my book, as I'm sure you have come to realize in listening to me. I'm going to give you the original recipe ingredients, and then I'm going to give you my modifications to it. Because while I really liked this, it's really creamy and smooth, I also felt that it needed some interruptions to the texture. It was a little too creamy and smooth, and I wanted some other textures in there. So I've added some things to the recipe, several things actually. But it's still really quick and easy. Your total time prepping it is maybe 10 minutes at most. 
And at the same time, you can be cooking your pasta because it has to be pre-cooked, which is one of your do-aheads is you want your pasta already cooked. It's still really easy because we don't do a whole lot of extra stuff. Here is your ingredient list for this recipe. You need nine ounces of either a wide egg pasta or a fettuccine, depending on which you prefer. Don't use something that's curly or has a tube shape or has a like a rotini kind of thing that holds all the sauce because it'll hold too much sauce. And this is much better when it just sort of glazes over all of these sort of flat noodles. Oh, and, and the nine ounces is a pain because your box is going to come in either 12 ounces or possibly a one pound bag. And that means you have to kind of either have a scale in your house or you have to eyeball it. So two thirds of the 12 ounce box or half of the one pound bag or whatever. It's a nuisance, but it's the amount you want because otherwise the sauce isn't going to be extreme. And I will tell you, the sauce on this is extreme. There's more sauce than you think could possibly be needed by the amount of pasta we're going to have. But as the author on this said, they thought they would have too much sauce, way too much sauce, but it thickens up and then the pasta kind of soaks it up and it ends up being really good if you like a lot of sauce on your pasta, which I do. To me, the pasta kind of holds up the sauce. So the sauce is important, and I like lots of it. All right, back to the recipe. Two tablespoons of butter, five cloves of garlic, one cup of pumpkin puree. That's canned pumpkin. I am using some pureed sweetmeat squash that I had in my freezer from cooking a whole squash last year, which you can find out how to do on my website, thecookalongpodcast.com. There's a blog that's called How to Use That Pumpkin, I think is what it's called. Anyway, if you type pumpkin into the search bar, you will find that. And it will also bring up some recipes that you may want because we're only going to use a cup of this pumpkin and that is not a whole can. It's just over half of a can. So you may want to look for some recipes on the website for what to do with the other half of the can. You also can probably find some of those pumpkin podcasts on your podcast app, whatever it is, on the Cook Along podcast, you'll probably be able to do some kind of search to find the other pumpkin recipes. You need two and a half cups of heavy whipping cream. This is when it should become quite clear that this is not a recipe for every day. This is not good for you. It's not healthy for you. I can't pretend it is. The pumpkin does not help in that regard. It's just something you only want once in a while on either a special occasion or when you want just something really cozy and indulgent and decadent and warm and cheesy, which is the next ingredient, a half cup of grated Parmesan cheese. You want probably 8 to 12 ounces of cooked shredded chicken, depending on whether you want the dish to be about the pasta or about the chicken. The more chicken you add, the more the dish becomes about the chicken. Anything from Costco rotisserie chicken that you've peeled the skin off to leftover roasted chicken that you made yourself or to boiling a chicken breast and then we'll shred that up. It doesn't matter where the shredded chicken comes from. It doesn't have to be seasoned ahead of time. Now, I haven't shredded mine yet. I'll probably do that with you here today. You want about a quarter of a pound of mushrooms. I'm using baby bellas, baby portabellas, but you could use a cremini or just your standard mushroom. 
We're going to have to slice them. Mine came already sliced, but they're too big. So I'm just kind of breaking them up into smaller pieces here a little bit. You don't want huge chunks. You're going to need a teaspoon of coarse sea salt, a half a teaspoon of black pepper, and if you have them, some fresh herbs. You want probably either sage or thyme or rosemary sprigs. I happen to have all those things in my garden, but I think I'm going to use the rosemary today. So I am going to actually walk outside right now and get that because at the moment it isn't raining. It's been very wet where I am today. Here in Oregon, it's often very wet. So I am just going to grab one sprig off of my very happy, super thriving rosemary bush while it isn't wet outside. I love growing fresh herbs. There's something super validating about being able to walk out into your yard and pick food or cut food that you just take into your kitchen and cook with. It's just a really nice feeling. You do not need to take the leaves off of your herbs because we're going to put it into the sauce as it starts out and then fish them back out. Just leave it on its woody stem, whatever herb you decide to use. And I do recommend that you do that rather than leave this out. It just makes a much more interesting sauce. As for equipment, you'll need a pasta pot or a way to cook your pasta. You'll need a large skillet, actually a really large skillet. This is one that I'm going to suggest that you have everything ready to go before you start. So get all those ingredients out in front of you on your counter next to your stove so that they're all ready to go. It's also probably great if your whipping cream isn't completely cold because we're going to put it into the hot dish and we don't want it to stop cooking when we do that if we can help it. In terms of do-aheads, really, the only big one is cooking the pasta. And you want to do this in the traditional way in a big pot in some boiling water that you've added some salt to. And my water's just come to a boil, so I'm about to put my noodles in. I'm using a fettuccine. Last time I used really just wide egg noodles. But this time I'm using a fettuccine, and it says we're going to cook it for 9 to 11 minutes. So you're cooking it according to your package directions. And this is the pain in the hiney part. I'm going to use a scale, because I just can't. I can't imagine eyeballing this, really. I don't know how to get that out of there. So fortunately, I have a scale, and that will hopefully save my life here. I mean, it is going to end up being pretty much two-thirds of the package, but I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I mean, I said it to you earlier, but I'm not being very helpful. I know I did tell you that, but I'm not going to do that. I have a scale. If you're lucky, you do too. Okay, there we go. That's nine ounces, and it, it's quite a handful. All right, let me just see. Okay, it's a full handful. My thumb overlaps my forefinger just to the first knuckle as I hold them all in my hand here. Probably that isn't too helpful to you because your hand is probably a different size than mine, but I just thought I'd throw that in. All right, so now I'm cooking the pasta. I think I'm going to break it in half. I often do that with spaghetti noodles and things that are long and straight. It just makes it less messy to eat. And so, yes, I'm breaking these in half and adding them to the pot of water. There we go. And now I'm going to put a lid on it just to bring it back to a boil. And I'm going to set a timer here. Well, I can't set a timer until it comes to a boil. Did you know that? 
Did you know that when you're cooking pasta, you don't start the timer from the minute that you put the pasta in the water? You start it from the time that it starts to boil again? took me a while to learn that, so I'm sharing it with you. It won't take long for it to come back to a boil. Yeah, that's, that's good. All right, now we're going to stir it so they don't stick together. And now I'm going to set a timer. I'm going to set it for nine minutes because I think I'd rather have it a little undercooked than a little overcooked. And that's going to boil without the lid on it. Okay, now while it's doing that, we want to deal with our other ingredients, right? So I need to shred some chicken. And I happen to have packages of Costco's rotisserie chicken breast in my freezer. I get them in a big, large pack because, you know, Costco. And then I bring them home and, what do you call it? Air suction them. You know what I'm talking about? You package them in packs that you can freeze that don't have any air in them because you sucked it all out with this machine. Anyway, I package them in 8-ounce bags. By the way, shredding chicken, if you haven't done it, in whatever you've got, whether it's your roasted or your boiled or whatever chicken, you just stick one fork in and you take another fork and stick it in as well and pull so that it shreds the chicken. So one fork is used to hold the chicken in place and one is used to shred it. You just pull the forks apart and it shreds it. All right, now we're going to use our big skillet. And in the skillet goes the two tablespoons of butter. Let's heat the skillet up a little bit before we add the butter. So put the skillet on medium and let it just heat up for a minute and then we're going to add the butter. At this point, you really want all your ingredients out in front of you before we even start. Oh, which means I'm not ready. I have my five cloves of garlic, but we need to chop them or mince them or grate them or something. First, you have to get those skins off by breaking them, either with your fingers or like twisting them. The easiest way is to smash them with the side of your knife or a uh, bench scraper. These are big cloves. This is not a bad thing. I saw something not too long ago that said, however much garlic is in your recipe, use more. In fact, they suggested doubling the amount that says in the recipe at the very least. And I uh, I get that because garlic is a really good flavor and it's hard to get too much. I feel like it's hard to get too much. Now, I've had things that are so garlicky that I felt like it was coming out of my pores for about three days afterward. This isn't going to be that. But I have five pretty big cloves here. If you want to use more, you can. If your cloves are small, I recommend that you use more. Maybe not a ton more, but some more. Okay, so now we're going to just chop this up. These need to be minced. My pumpkin is ready to go, all measured out. It's in a Ziploc bag because, as I mentioned to you, I froze it that way. And that'll be a little tricky to get it out of, but there's no point in trying to do it ahead of time. It's going to be messy whenever I do it. So mincing means getting your garlic pretty small. It may take a minute here. But it's okay because your pasta is cooking, and when it's done, it's okay. It can sit because we're going to warm it back up in this sauce. I made a salad before I started this. That's what you kind of have to do. If you want something to go with this, whether it's a bread or a salad or a vegetable or whatever to go with it, you have to do it ahead because once you start on this recipe, it comes together really fast, and you don't want to do it afterward because then your pasta is just going to sit around and get gummy. The pasta and the sauce both are best the minute you get finished with it. Okay, pan's probably hot. Put in your two tablespoons of butter and let that kind of glide around here for a minute. And when it's melted, we're going to add the mushrooms. 
So again, that's a quarter of a pound, which is quite a lot of mushrooms. This figure was picked deliberately because I've experimented with other amounts and some were not enough. I'm stirring my pasta just to be sure it's not sticking together. I've only got about two minutes left for cooking it. While I'm waiting for this butter to melt, I can tell you about a new venture. I'm going to start posting podcasts on a regular schedule. It may have been hard for some of you to track when something new is going to come out. So I'm going to make it really predictable. Every other Saturday, I'm going to post a recipe, a brand new podcast that you haven't gotten to try before. And the Saturdays in between, I will also be posting something new, but I'm going to call it Quick Bites. And it's going to be just short podcasts, still about cooking, but I won't be making a recipe. I'll be telling stories and giving tips and giving you some feedback that I've gotten from listeners to some of the recipes that we've cooked and all that kind of stuff. So look for that. It'll just be in your regular cook-along podcast feed, but it'll be called a cook-along quick bite. All right, that's my pasta. Let's see if it's done. You know that thing about throwing the spaghetti against the wall to see if it's done? It's really not a joke. You can do that. I'm going to give it about 30 more seconds. So the best way to tell if your pasta is done is not by the numbers on the box, but to actually pull out a noodle, cool it for two seconds, five seconds, and then bite it. And you will know if it's as chewy as you want it. The thing is, of course, always to err on the side of not cooked enough because you can keep cooking it if it's not cooked enough, but you can't uncook it if it's too cooked. All right, I'm taking mine out now, and it's in a pasta pot, so it has its own built-in colander here. Don't throw your pasta water out. However you do this, if you drain your pasta in a colander over the sink, try to hang on to at least a cup of the cooking liquid for the pasta, because you may want some of it to thin your sauce later. I don't do that. I like it thick, but you might not. Okay, the butter's ready now, so we're going to put the mushrooms into the pan. This is quite a lot of mushrooms. You know, you say a quarter of a pound, and you think, well, that's not very much, but think about how little mushrooms weigh. Speaking of little, you may be looking at your pasta right now thinking, well, that's not going to be enough pasta. That's hardly any pasta. It's going to be enough. It's going to be enough for about four people, probably five, actually. Now, in with the mushrooms... We're going to put the sprig of whatever fresh herb you're using. Just put the whole branch in there and let it cook in that butter for a minute. The mushrooms need to get sort of, well, sort of cooked. Sort of soft and sort of cooked. We don't want them still stiff. We want them kind of melty in our mouths when we get it into the pasta. I feel like that butter is getting absorbed really fast, so I'm going to put in a little extra butter. A little extra butter is never a bad idea. I shouldn't say never, but most often, more butter is better. So just stir those around until your thickest pieces or biggest pieces start to look like they're cooked. They don't take very long, but it may be a little hard to tell when it's time to add things. They'll start to look like, well, they'll start to look like cooked mushrooms. And then when they're just about cooked... We're going to put the garlic in there. And then things are going to add really fast here. So please tell me you have your stuff all ready to go. 
All right, and just stir that around. And we're just making that stir for maybe a minute, just until it starts to smell really good. At this point, I'm smelling, I don't smell the mushrooms so much, but I surely do smell the garlic and my sprig of rosemary. It's really quite wonderful. I want the garlic cooked just a little bit. Some of my pieces are a little bit big. I just got impatient. Who, me? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know me now, don't you? So I got a little impatient with the garlic, and some of the pieces are too big, which means I have to cook it for maybe a minute longer than I meant to. All right. I think that's about ready to go. My mushrooms are looking kind of brown and kind of soft. My garlic is looking not golden, but soft also. At this point, I'm going to use some tongs and grab that rosemary sprig and pull it out and put it in my compost bin because we're done with it. Seems a waste, doesn't it? But... It's a way of cooking. Now we're going to add the pumpkin, which, as I said, is going to take me a minute. You probably can just scoop yours in because you probably took it out of a can and wisely put it in some kind of bowl, a cup of it. Me, I have a cup in this Ziploc bag and I have to squeeze it out. This is not one of my favorite things to do, but I haven't found a better way to package frozen squash because I need it kind of flat in our freezer. If you have a better idea about how to freeze squash, I'd love to hear it. You can communicate with me on the comments section of the podcast webpage on the Cook Along podcast or on my Facebook Cook Along page. Either one, I will get your message probably very shortly after you leave it for me. Okay, pumpkin is in. Now the two and a half cups of whipping cream. I was appalled when I first did this. It just seemed frightening to put in this much whipping cream in anything, but it pays off. It will pay off later. Just like I said, don't do this very often. It's a good dish for company, though, because it's a nice Alfredo sauce. And it doesn't have many ingredients. And it's a little bit exotic because of that pumpkin, right? Now we're going to just stir that up as it comes to a simmer. It's going to take a minute because the whipping cream and the pumpkin were cold going in. They were cold, unless you were smart enough to get your whipping cream out some time ago. It's going to take a minute for it to come to a simmer. Just sort of stir it with a rubber spatula or something so that your pumpkin gets all mixed into that whipping cream. And you end up with this kind of gorgeous, goldenish, orangish sauce. There will be a picture with the sauce starting to turn golden on the website for this podcast. Once the pumpkin is all mixed in, you don't have to keep stirring it. We just kind of want to watch it when it starts to simmer a little bit. We're going to want to go back to it. So if you haven't finished shredding your chicken, this is a good moment to do that. Or to get your salt out and your pepper. And I am using fresh ground for both. And I have grinders that have little trays on the bottom so you can kind of grind it ahead of time. So again, a teaspoon of the coarse sea salt. I'm just grinding it ahead here. That probably is about right. And just a half a teaspoon of the black pepper. All right. The pumpkin is absolutely starting to simmer now. So I'm going to watch it pretty carefully. In order for it to thicken, it's going to take a few minutes. Right now, it's just the consistency, really, of whipping cream that's been warmed up. And it's going to thicken into a pretty velvety kind of sauce. Of course, adding the cheese will help do that as well. And just stir it until it seems like the consistency you would want. Think about a 
good rich spaghetti sauce or an Alfredo you've had that you know you like, some kind of creamy sauce that when you pull up your spatula and look at it, it doesn't just drizzle back off like milk. You don't want that. You want something that's thick enough to actually coat those noodles. So cook it till it seems like the right consistency to you. It may take five or six minutes to get this sauce to thicken up. So if you want to go away, you can. Just be sure that your chicken is ready to go and your spices and your cheese are all ready to go in because they all go in pretty quickly in the next step. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is such a beautiful color. It's like the color of saffron or a really good homemade mac and cheese sauce. It's a gorgeous color. It's more than butter yellow because that pumpkin makes it a little more orange than that. But it's just, it looks so good. Now it's still a little thin, but I am not worried about that because I know that the cheese is going to thicken it up. So the next thing we're going to do is add the chicken. Just dump in that shredded chicken. Oh, speaking of dump in, I just dropped my spatula into the pot. Oh, I hate that. Ah, okay, I am fishing it out. And it's, of course, too hot to touch. All right. And uh, now I have to rinse it. That is the problem with big skillets. It happens to me all the time. It's very annoying. All right, now the chicken's going in. And the cheese, actually. At the same point, let's put the cheese in. Just dump them both in there and stir that around. 
And our goal at this point is to get the chicken to warm up and the cheese to be evenly distributed and melted. And I'm going to turn off my heat at this point. I have an electric stove. It's a glass top stove, so there's a little residual heat here. And there will be plenty to do what I needed to do. Yes, the cheese thickened this up quite nicely. And the chicken is, I'm sure, heating up as we speak. So the next thing we're going to do is add the salt and the pepper, which we already measured out. In they go. Stir it again. And now guess what? Now we put the pasta in. The sauce is done. Now we just have to add the pasta. So grab your fettuccine or your noodles, whatever you ended up doing. And you're going to look at this point and go, yeah, now I know it's not enough noodles. You're going to be surprised. So just dump them all into this skillet. Hopefully your skillet is big enough to do this. If not, I can't help you. And stir them in so that they're all not sticking to each other. They're all coated with this beautiful, beautiful sauce. It's going to take a little bit of stirring. Your sauce is going to not want to admit that pasta, not want to let it in. And your pasta is going to want to stick to each other for dear life. But it will go. And at this point, you should see that we have a whole big skillet here full of pasta and sauce. Now, if you want to, you can serve this topped with a little extra Parmesan. You might want to put sea salt or some sort of salt on the table just in case people want more. But it is ready to serve. And you want to do that quickly before it starts to stiffen up as pasta and creamy pasta sauces have a tendency to do. So I will leave you now on the table. This is going to serve alongside of the salad that I made earlier. Visit me on the website. Visit me on Facebook. Visit my Patreon page where you can contribute to the making of this podcast. And stay tuned for both more podcasts of recipes and for the new quick bites that are coming your way. I promise they're going to be fun and interesting and very short. There'll be just a quick thing to do when you're on your break at work is listen into the Cook Along podcast and see what's happening on Quick Bites. Until next time, happy cooking! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi. KO-FI.com slash the Cook Along Podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.